the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Y'all know I'm a bad girl. I'm even worse on, yeah, I'm even worse on the uh, on the weekends. <laughs> hey, it's Friday, Friday. <laughs> it is Friday. You got any big plans this weekend? Uh, D, uh, uh, email me, andreakshow.com. You got any big plans this weekend? Uh, Carrot Sticks, last weekend you were going up to the Pirate Festival. Arr, no, this weekend it's the SoCal Bike Show put on by Jimmy Peak here in San Diego. So three days of bicycles. Friday, tonight, it's the pre-pre-ride with the uh, 1904 Cruisers. And get lit safety lights. We're teaming up. We're doing a night ride at uh, Starnot De Anza Cove. Um, Ooh, okay. I, I could not bring out the 13 footer. I'm on Swamp Thing. I'm on my eight footer. Um, mm-hmm. So eight footers plenty, my dude. Yeah. Eight footers plenty, my dude. Especially when it's dark. Okay. And I got lights. And Saturday <laughs> it's a downtown ride with the compadres, and then Sunday's the real big bike show. There'll probably be about a thousand bikes out in Santee, and no bike ride associated. It's just the show. So everyone's cool. got those shiny, and, and people are so creative. So that's what I'm doing. What about yourself? What What do you got on deck? Um, what do I have on deck? I got I got. Um, well, I'm doing Newsmax tomorrow. <laughs> I'm working hardest working um, woman I'm, in news. Or uh, hard, yeah, I am. I'm not going to be on KUSI tomorrow morning. I know it's been a few weeks. I will resume my uh, weekly interviews on KUSI. Uh, I got bumped last weekend. I think it was because of. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't remember now. Was it B- Jimmy Buffett died? So anyway, there's just been things that have that have prevented preempted me. Plus, not a whole lot of new fun stuff to talk about. But anyway, I will be resuming my KUSI Saturday morning interviews next Saturday, and I'll be back on Newsmax tomorrow. I'm I'm usually on Newsmax a couple different shows on uh, Saturday, so I'll be on at 11:50 uh, a.m. San Diego time tomorrow. Um, I don't know what the topic is yet. Oh, actually, I am going to be on with uh, a panel tomorrow with uh, Wendy Patrick, our beloved Wendy Patrick. You know, Wendy has a show on her station on Saturdays uh, live with Dr. Wendy. So she and I are going to be on a panel tomorrow. I'm not sure uh, what the topic will be. So tune into Newsmax at 1150. Well, if it's a debate, um, I feel sorry for whoever's on the other side. If it's Wendy well, Patrick and AK, I mean, look uh, out. Well, yeah, it's just me and Wendy because oh, okay. I don't think there's anybody out there. That, you know, uh, sometimes they'll have a third on there. Sometimes it's me and Wendy and Carl DeMaio here from San Diego. And then it's like San Diego, you know, representing, right? Yeah. Um, but when it's me and Wendy against, a, a, you know, a lefty, yeah, they don't stand a chance. <laughs> so that. <laughs> so. Um, 
Yeah. So I've got that to do. And then it depends on the weather because there's, there's, you know, endless possibilities of things to do here in San Diego from festivals, like you talked about to the beach. I'm likely if it's warm and the sun's out, I'm likely to at some point uh, be at the beach. I'll tell you what I'm not going to be doing this weekend. It's something I've never done in my entire life, even going back to when I was a kid. And that is, I'm never going to be indulging in any product related to THC. Okay, y'all know what I'm talking about? Used to be called pot, Mary Jane, all the whatever clever name you want to use. I made a decision as a young kid that I was never going to get involved with drugs of any kind. And then when I got into high school, I never thought. Every day. Uh, Yeah, you know what? That's going, there's new reports out there. We're good about, we're about to bust some myths pushed out by the pot propagandist. Uh, and one of which is that, uh, you can smoke weed every day and never get addicted. I'm glad that I made a decision as a young kid to never do drugs. And I never in a nobody ever tried to peer pressure me in high school. You know, people could just always tell they couldn't get that over on AK. Um, but I never felt pressured and I never felt tempted because I was like, you can't, how do you tell me that a drug can't be addicted? Anything can become addicted. You can, you, your body can become addicted to any substance. In my opinion, whether we're talking about a ding dong, whether we're talking about cheese, it's crackers or whether we're talking about, yeah, or whether we're talking about something that mentally alters your brain, but the left, as they have been pushing, uh, you know, the, the peer pressure of to push pot, to legalize pot has been really strong in recent years and all kinds of excuses of the lefties that, oh, it's not hurting anybody. You can't become addicted. It doesn't damage your lungs like uh, like cigarette smoke. It's better than cigarette smoke. Um, the movies all depicting it is just particularly I, I always cringe whenever I would see movies like whether it's Private Benjamin or anything else. And you show women sitting around giggling and looking all cute, smoking pot, just trying to make it seem like it's just really nothing. And, and it's just there's no damage to it. I've always supported the use of medical marijuana because, quite frankly, somebody's stage four cancer and trying to recover uh, and deal with chemotherapy. If it takes your nausea away and you're being supervised from a doctor, you know, go for it. But the recreational use, we should not as a country be encouraging people to get whacked out of their minds. It's dangerous. Um, And then you add in the fact that today's marijuana, because it's been legalized, because it's in gummies, it's in all these different products, it's far stronger than anything we've ever seen before. And so there's a report out that uh, on on different studies and busting the myths and the truths about a pot. And you guys need to all know about this because the the U.S. government is literally well at the same in the same week that the eight I think it was Health and Human Services downgraded the controlled substance category of pot to something that was not high risk was the same week they were trying to tell people that one to two beers a week is high risk. Think about that for a moment. Does that make sense to you? That a controlled substance is not high risk, but beer, one to, one to two beers a week would be high risk? That's crazy, right? Well, let me tell you exactly how crazy it is. Aarhus University Hospital in Denmark, uh, the researchers there have said that despite claims by pot advocates, the drug is just as as addictive as any other drug. And 41% of users have developed major problems with depression. 
Chronic marijuana use has quadrupled the risk of developing a bipolar disorder and added to a rise in psychotic breaks, including thoughts of and deaths by suicide, with pot linked to 30 per, uh, 30% of cases of schizophrenia. So 30% of, of schizophrenia cases are related to pot. Pot quadruples the risk of you developing a bipolar disorder. So much for just making you giggle and want to, you know, eat a bag of Tostitos, right? And it causes an increase in psychotic breaks. Uh, researchers added that people who already have a propensity for these mental disorders often find that pot makes them worse, not better. So the idea that somebody's got uh, mental health issues and they're going to be calmed down by pot, that's not true either. It makes it worse. Pot advocates have also claimed that one can't become addicted to the drug, and this has also been uh, uh, busted as false. Quote, new research from University of Washington and Kaiser Permanente Washington Health Research Institute estimates that 21% of marijuana users have become addicted. At least 4 million Americans have developed, quote, marijuana use disorder since pot has become so much easier to get. And let me pause here to remind you guys of the homeless crisis that we've got in this country and in California, and the vast majority of them are the drug addicted and mentally ill, and the mental illness involved is primarily caused by the drug addiction. And yet the U.S. government has downgraded the risk of pot when they know good and dang well everything I'm reading to you here. Another false claim made by pot advocates is that pot will calm you down and make you sleep easier, and that's not true. A 2021 study in the journal of uh, the journal BMJ reported that adults who use cannabis are 20 or more times uh, use cannabis 20 or more times in the previous month were more likely than non-users to get six or fewer hours of sleep per night. 39% of daily pot users developed clinical insomnia. Wow. Pregnant women will put themselves at a 70% higher risk of birth defects if they regularly use pot during pregnancy, and they will be 2.3 times more susceptible to a stillbirth. A 2022 study published in JAMA, JAMA Pediatrics found prenatal cannabis exposure after five to six weeks of pregnancy is associated with attention, social, and behavioral problems that persist into early adolescence. Lastly, uh, the evidence is, seems irrefutable that heavy pot smoking, get this, is just as bad uh, on your body as heavy tobacco smoking. Smoking anything, the study says, pot or tobacco, increases the risk of coronary artery disease and also puts users at an increased risk of lung disease. And get this, three quarters, a new study from Canada found that three quarters of marijuana users had emphysema which is a lung disease which leaves sufferers struggling to breathe, compared to only two-thirds of tobacco users. So more marijuana users get emphysema than tobacco users. No, it doesn't help you with your sleep. It's harder on your body than smoking cigarettes. You have, you're far more likely to get emphysema and die from that. Uh, let's see, uh, you can become addicted. 30% cases of schizophrenia associated with pot. You want to tell me why it's such a good thing to do? Y'all be careful. Talk to your kids. 
And then, and then, and then there's the sideline benefits of snark, uh, insert snark uh, emoji here. The sideline benefits of legalization of pot, of kids being rushed to the hospital for, a, a, quote, accidentally eating a pot brownie, or dogs ending up, at, it, there's a, an epidemic right now of dogs at, at showing up at the, at the vet care uh, hospitals and the veterinarians uh, in seizures and shivering and quaking and all, it, it, because of uh, pot ingestion. This is this is a this is part of the cultural Marxist movement to destroy America. How do you destroy a society that was bent, that was created and bent and founded on and and became wealthy and successful uh, on the idea of hard work and a sound mind? You get them drug addicted. Great, great, great way to destroy a nation. Another way to destroy a nation is with an open border. And guess what town just had a bunch of. Um, unmarked vans dropping off some illegals in it. Stay tuned. We're going to share that story with you on the other side of the break. AK, dynamite in the dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, been getting a lot of emails about the football quote situation like this one. Why has football taken the place of your showtime? That's making me really mad because I look forward to your program. They did the same thing to Mike Slater's show, which is on a different station. Um, listen, I, I know that y'all are bummed about that at times, but you, you can always listen to the show on the stream. We're always, even on, on the nights of the football, we're still streaming at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. There's always the podcast. There's also the other, you know, ways that we stream. There's, there's you know, all the cool ways, Echo or whatever, the cool ways that people listen to the stream. I thank you guys for caring so much. The reason why it's happening is because um, we're, we're, you know, news outlets and are part of show business, right? And business being the operative word. I mean, it's the business we call show. And um, when we get offered a whole lot of dough to run a football game, which many people are interested in hearing anyway, it just makes sense. And it's only going to be a couple of times. So, again, mm-hmm, yeah, w- w- was that a football going by? <laughs> Someone getting tackled. It was me tacking yeah, a liberal. Oh, okay then. Okay then. And and sticks don't need any any pads now when he tackles the libs. No. Um. Yes. Okay. Um. Man, I wish I had a more fun topic to share with you guys. I, you know, I'm going to say this illegal topic. Uh, you know what? We got to we got to talk about it. But I'm going to talk about this. With a little fun. Let's add a little fun uh, into this. Let's play, uh, you know, AOC. AOC just, you know, just loves to be appreciated. Hey, I think I'm talking, I think there's a certain person on the show with me tonight. They used to have a crush on AOC. Still do. You still do? Oh, yeah. Big time. Okay. I could talk to her about giving away money to the... (laughs) <laughs> to people all day to the to the needy or whatever uh-huh 
Yeah, so then I take it you were not one of these people outside of her office uh, screaming and chanting, close the border. Do we have that clip? Yes, we do. Let's hear it. Yeah, you you could hardly tell what that person was. Take them back. It sounds like she was take them back. Take them back. Yeah, and close the border. Yeah, New Yorkers ain't exactly digging what's being put down. They're not exactly digging. Now here they've called themselves a sanctuary city, (laughs) a sanctuary for who? Hypocrites. That's who. Because these New Yorkers don't want. And by the way, New Yorkers, instead of going and chanting, take them back, how about you rethink your vote? Okay. how about you vote for somebody that actually believes in uh, securing this country and protecting its national sovereignty? I get it. There's very few people that are actually on board with securing the border. Ron DeSantis come out and said he would use the military. Um, You know, I I, I, and and by the way, I'm going to watch a little bit more of the. Trump interview with Megyn Kelly. I think she did the few clips I've seen really weren't noteworthy of anything that I felt like were, were worth playing to overtake some of the big stories of the day. But I would encourage you to go watch it because I think she did an accredit. She is so much better than she ever was allowed to be on Fox. And I think she did a masterful interview with him in some ways in terms of trying to control him. He's very difficult to control I would encourage you to go watch that. Um, but, you know, DeSantis is trying to come out against him. Uh, and even though Trump has said he's not going to participate, I think, in even the next debate, I'm not sure. Um, but Trump's poll numbers continue to rise because no matter. So Ron DeSantis is saying, I'm going to fix this problem for the, you know, for, you know, for forever. Well, how? How are you going to do it? Because if you, Ron DeSantis, are actually as MAGA or more MAGA, than Donald Trump was when it came to the border, then you are going to face the same opposition that Donald Trump faced when he got there. What are you going to do different? Because when Donald Trump faced the rhinos and they said, we're not going to pay for your wall, he did executive orders and he found some other money and other means and started getting the wall built. It's easy for Ron DeSantis to say what he's going to do when he never addresses the elephant in the room, which is his own party. We had the most secure border we've ever had in the country under Trump. Now you know what's happening. We've literally got something called Freedom Runs. The Border Patrol is at. Have you heard that? Have you heard this sticks? The Freedom Runs. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Let me tell you what a Freedom Run is because it's happening right here in America's finest city in San Diego, where. Uh, white buses with no logos or no insignia are showing up and dropping off hundreds of illegal aliens all over cities in the country. And that includes right here in San Diego County at the intersections of at 30th Street where the trolley station is over there. Let me see if I can get um, 30th Street near Iris, near the Iris Avenue trolley station. So the uh, Border Patrol is just bringing them there. And dropping them off. And one of the illegals, according to somebody who was there, one of the illegals asked a Border Patrol agent, is it okay if I go to Chicago? No arrest. And the Border Patrol agent said, you're free to go right here in San Diego. You can go. I think I think that and uh, I found this article from Gateway Pundit and you can go and watch the video. Have you seen this sticks? No. You've been hearing uh-uh. about that? Not at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, right here in San Diego. And and let me tell you, it's these are these are these are people that are being brought here by the Biden administration. So while New York is complaining, the governor Abbott has sent illegal immigrants up to New York City. The Biden administration is really the ones that have been flying them all around the country and putting them on buses and sending them around, including here in San Diego. And one of the reasons why, no doubt, that the buses are white and have no logo or insignia is because when Barack Obama was sending buses of illegals all around, like up to to, uh, Temecula. Menifee, uh, they had Border Patrol logos on the side, and the citizens blocked the buses. So they fa- have now found an end around. Our country is being invaded, invaded, and the Republican Party is fostering infighting within its own ranks instead of spending all day, every day, busting the Biden administration for what they're doing. The Republican Party should have set up a congressional office down, uh, uh, down at the border and with cameras and been talking about it every day. These are not, and by the way, these are absolutely being brought in from the Biden, by the Biden administration. These are not people crossing over from TJ. I don't believe so, because let me tell you, a lot of these illegals are from China, Pakistan, and even the Republic of Georgia. Oh, these are just, you know, these are asylum seekers. No, the definition of being an asylum seeker is not that you, don't, you just don't happen to like your home country or that the, the economic conditions are bad. That's not political asylum. It's not you get to come here because your husband is mean to you in another country. We had, we had that going on in our courts. One vendor in the area to where these illegals were dropped off here in San Diego says he normally sells burritos and sodas to trolley commuters. So, and he says this is the first time he's seen this happen this week. Here's the good news, I guess, Sticks. The Border Patrol agents uh, made sure everyone disembarked in an orderly and safe fashion. Oh, good. I wouldn't want any of them to trip getting off the bus. Within minutes, according to this report, migrants scattered. Some did hang around trying to figure out, you know, where they were and what they were going to do. DHS is referring to these releases as freedom runs. A lot is happening along Arizona's uh, Tucson sector, and you can also see videos of the cages. Why is nobody talking about all the illegal aliens? Where is where is the uh, Eva Longoria, right? Where is Marcella Valladolid, right? The, uh, the um, alleged chef who used to be on the kitchen, who's from TJ, who lives in San Diego County, who was talking about the kids in cages uh, under the Trump administration. Where are you today, Marcella? You still live here in San Diego? I think your kids go to Our Lady of Peace, right? They go to OLP. How come you're not screaming about the Biden kids in cages? You hypocrite. And by the way, your frozen food stinks. A video obtained by Fox News reporter Bill Malugin, I think, from Fox News up in L.A., shows a massive group of illegal aliens crossing through Lukeville, Arizona, Tuesday night. Malugin said that, according to his sources, the Border Patrol caught over 2,000 illegals in Tucson alone in that one day. Over 140 of them were from Senegal and others from Ghana, Mauritania, and Sudan. And let me tell you, some of those areas, we got some hardcore Islamists with Islamic ties coming across. And then, of course, we're going to have to have their families come here to greet them because we wouldn't want any of them to be here uh, uh, alone. They're mostly military-aged uh, men. So unless they're gay, and since they're coming from countries that throw gay people off the roofs, I doubt that. Uh, they've probably got some families that are going to be coming along along the way. Of course, after some of these are probably, you know, at least a certain percentage of these are gang members, child sex traffickers, and worse. So we've got that to look forward to. What I find interesting is that I don't believe I've heard any mention of this by Daryl Issa, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and see if he comes forth with any uh, any attention bringing to this. I don't remember the last time I saw Daryl Issa 
at the border and dealing with illegal immigration. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to take it up. Speaking of Eva Longoria, let's talk about Hollyweird, shall we? Uh, there's actually, let me ask you guys, what major uh, Hollywood celebrity is about to break ranks in uh, Scabbit? Isn't that what they call it when people cross the picket lines? They yes, call it they, scabbing they, it? Well, they call them scabs. They call them scabs. Guess who's gone scab? <laughs> I love that word. That's a good word. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're going to talk about that when we go back. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Um, you know what? I'm not quite ready to move on. Yeah, yeah, I will. I, you know, I, 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 sometimes I can be like a dog on a bone, right? And I just, I, you know, to see this country being invaded and destroyed from within by our own government just kills me. I was gonna, I was gonna continue on that, but we got to move on because we've got a lot, uh, a lot of stories we've got to highlight. And, um, I, I find it very interesting, um, sometimes, you know, what's that old saying? Crisis creates strange bedfellows. Is that what it is? I haven't I can't heard remember that. What it, something about strange. Can you Google that for me? It's going to drive me crazy. Something about strange be- bedfellows. Next segment on Fridays, we always do here of the week and stink of the week. And I'm not going to go so far as to say that, that uh, the uh, protagonist in my next segment is a hero, but I do find it interesting uh, what's happening. Misery acquaints la- a man with strange be- bedfellows. Okay. It's from Shakespeare. Ooh. Get, get me the intellectual, quoting Shakespeare. <laughs> not really. I could not stand Shakespeare. Although I will tell you, uh, I knocked it out of the park and got an A with my recitation of friends, Romans, countrymen, let me your ears. I come to bury Caesar not to praise him. The evils that is... Oh, wait. The evil that men do is often... Oh, shoot. Now I'm forgetting. Is often... T- oh, the the... <laughs> No, let me get friends, Romans, countrymen. Let me your ears. I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. The evil that men does is often buried with his bones. So let it be with Caesar. But um, that's just the intro. Thank you, darling. Um, I'm going to hereby nominate myself as hero of the week. (laughs) Anyway, um, this dude is not uh, last last hour. We were talking about the United Auto Workers strike. And I am, uh, you know, I I I don't want to say I can't. I've got family members in unions, so I don't want to say I can't stand the unions. But I do believe, as I discussed in last hour's guest, they've long outlived their usefulness and now are a force for evil in this country, and they're a force for communism. And so, um, and and I think that they're in some ways could be hanging by a thread. And I think as the actors, the Writers Guild, SAG After Strike with the Writers Guild, as well as now United Auto Workers, when we see some of the highest paid people making ridiculous demands and with and, and not working a hard day's wage and expecting their l- lesser paid Americans to pick up the slack or have sympathy for them it gets to be a little much that's when people start going you know what we're it's it's not the 20s anymore right we don't have 6 year olds 
well, I guess we do in some circles with sex slavery going on in this country. And, um, but we don't have, there is no state, no city, no, no, no county aspect of the United States of America that is allowed to mistreat you in the workplace. We have more labor law regulations in this country than the rest of the world combined. We've got the government telling you, you who you have to hire, who you can't hire, how much people need to get paid, how often they have to take a break, when they take a break, what they're allowed to say in the workplace, who they're allowed to say it to. We are overregulated in the workplace. There is at, we've got minimum wage with there. There is absolutely, we've got benefit regulations in this country. There is absolutely no ability for, uh, for an employer at this point to really take advantage and to mistreat a worker. And if they do, there's recourse from it because of laws on the books, right? So I've never needed to be in a union, never wanted to be in a union because I've never wanted my pay to be the same as somebody else because I'm not the same as every other coworker. I work harder. I have greater skills and, and, and abilities in order to out achieve my coworker. Why would I want to be paid the same, Right. So I, and I think that as these strikes go on, I'm hoping the American people are going to wise up case in point Hollywood, right? We talked about it last night. There's no A-listers out there saying a word, doing anything to help these, the lesser actors that are struggling right now. It was a bunch of D-listers trying to, you know, charge $500, auction off $500 dog walks, right? Or Zoom meetings. Well, there's a couple of celebrities that are like, you know what? It's time to get back to work. One of which was Drew Barrymore. She went back to work without writers and started, you know, taping her talk show. And I think she's so darling, by the way. Have you ever watched her show, Sticks? No. Like her uh, da- you know, daily show? or Yeah. I mean, I know she did something stupid and silly with Dylan Mulvaney. But in general, I, I just think she's just really, you know, a talented gal who's just, who's got a good heart. And, you know, and, and her show is, is charming in a lot of ways. And you know what? She went back to taping. And now, um, according to the New York Times, the Jennifer Hudson show and the talk will also be returning, noting the talk shows such as The View and uh, Live with Kelly and Mark have been going throughout the strike. Yeah, nobody's been talking about The View. And let me tell you, I have family members that not anymore, but years ago, that show was scripted. There are writers who write that show. Uh, they, Drew Barrymore was picketed last week. Uh, for it. I don't know that the view has been ticketed, uh, you know, uh, picketed because, and the reason why nobody's been talking about the view is more hypocrisy out of the show business community. The view is on there pushing, uh, anti-Trump anti-American crap and nonsense all day long. Well, uh, talk show host Bill Maher has now ignited a controversy because he has decided uh, that he is going to uh, restart his show, which is Real Time with Bill Maher on uh, HBO. He wrote on X, uh, quote, Real Time is coming back. Unfortunately, Sans writers are writing. It has been five months and it is time to bring people back to work. He says the writers have important issues that I sympathize with and hope they are addressed to their satisfaction, but they are not the only people with issues, problems and concerns. Thank you. Sticks, do you remember years and years ago when like the Vons down in PB, when they were striking and I think Ralph's and Albertson's were striking across? Yeah, uh, it, was, it was during the fire. 
We, That's had, right. we had that gnarly fire going on where the f- smoke was literally, you know, thick in the air. And these poor, I felt bad for those, uh, you know, grocery workers. They they were forced to be out there picketing. If you weren't in picketing for at least five to six hours per day, you didn't get paid from the union. Well, you know, but uh, well, I felt sorry for them up until the point when I crossed a picket line. They started yelling at me, and I used to shop at that Vons in PB every day. They call you a scab. Be- Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't a scab because I wasn't a worker. But, you know, I, I was shopping there and doing business with Vons amidst the strike. And because there were scabs that were in there working. And because I'm like a, I'm like a French lady. I don't I, I you know, I like to buy my ingredients for the day and I like them to be fresh. And, and well, I, thought also gonna if I, buy... I thought you were going to say you don't shave your armpits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, those Frenchies, they don't necessarily observe the same. They, they like their food fresh and clean, but they, that doesn't necessarily translate to their, um, their hy- personal hygiene. Um, but, and also if I buy too many groceries in advance, I, 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 that they end up not getting used and thrown away. So I knew a lot of the workers down there in that Vons. And so when they started getting ugly with me, when I crossed over, that's when I had to get ugly back and saying, excuse me, this was also around the time of Obamacare when we had been told that if you like your doctor and, and, and you can keep your doctor, if you like your healthcare plan, you can keep it. When everybody so- suddenly started having to pay double for their Obama, double for their healthcare premiums. Uh, suddenly the amount you have to pay before your insurance kicks in, jumped to $10,000 and these people were complaining about an extra $5 out of their pocket for their health care. They're going to get ugly with me crossing the picket lines. I'm like, we about to have some words, especially since you are making, as I told them, you, especially since I find out that you from the bakery department are making over $30 an hour. This was years ago, making $30 an hour to frost cakes to frost cakes. You ain't even making that frosting from scratch. Not even buttercream. Ain't even real buttercream. Ask our station general manager. He doesn't like any of that fake, but that whip, that whip, you know, frosting business. So, yeah. So, you know, uh, there's a whole lot of rest of us that have a whole lot bigger concerns than whether or not some writer up in L.A. thinks he's getting paid enough. You don't think you're getting paid enough? McDonald's is hiring because, you know, right now, California is in the process of about wanting to uh, pass a law to, you know, force uh, McDonald's and others to pay far more than they they should be paying for somebody to ask if you want fries with that. You know, when when it comes to certain industries, here's what the pay is. You don't want to go do the pay. You go work in another industry. That's the way it should be. This is what we mean by these unions outliving their usefulness. At this point, or being abusive at this point, they're abusive of not just the corporations, but their fellow Americans. When at that point, you think about when that strike was sticks and somebody in the in the bakery is paying almost nothing is striking because they're making 30 something dollars an hour to frost cakes, which is which is unskilled compared to what you do. Completely unskilled labor. But simply because they've been showing up there to frost cakes for 30 something years, they get they, every year they keep getting more and more and more and more. At some point, they needed to cap out because those jobs were never, unskilled jobs like that were never intended to be head of household jobs. Never. And then they're going to complain while the rest of us are getting jacked because these unions, and one of the ways we're getting jacked is because that the holding a gun to these corporations' heads so that these workers can get paid a far too high of a wage than they deserve ends up being paid for by everybody else like you and me in the form of higher grocery prices. 
And then to make it worse, the inflation that we're suffering is being heaped upon all of us because these union dues are going to get our money laundering schemes to ensure that the Democrats continue to get reelected. That's what's going on here. We're all suffering as a result of it. Hat tip to Bill Maher and the rest. I hope they all go back to work because you know what? The cameramen, the people from the craft service table, the lighting people, the gaffers, the ushers, the, the building that gets, that gets the rent. There's a whole lot of other people that have as big a concerns or others beyond these writers or beyond these auto workers that are already paid way too much to screw in a, a, you know, a nut onto a bolt. There I said it. Rant over. I'm sorry, did I run you off, Sticks? <laughs> I think I might have my Stink of the Week nominee. We're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I thought I, I thought I, I might have, I, I didn't hear you. You were off, offy silent at the end of uh, my rant there, Sticks. I thought maybe I'd run you off. I, I was just thinking, we, we mentioned, you were talking about bakeries, and we also mentioned the French, and so I was thinking of the French bakery. <laughs> I'm hungry. I love the French. And now bakery. you're hungry. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, shameless plug. To, well, actually, shameless plug. Not an a, a a unpaid for plug for the French bakery. Mm hmm. Um, let's talk Hero of the Week. Do you have a nominee for Hero of the Week? Um, not right off hand. How about what's yours? Then come back to me. Well, my Hero of the Week right now, first of all, has got to be Yoda. The Belgian Malinois who took who took a chomp out of the scalp of a murderer who was on who came into this country from Brazil to escape murder. He wasn't here in 2017 escaping uh, political persecution, but escaping a murder rap who then went on to murder his girlfriend in front of her kids. And then he escaped and uh, 500 agents couldn't find him. Enter the Belgian Malinois who sunk his choppers into the scalp of this bad dude. Um, he's a hero. Oh, and by the way, stink. I don't know if you heard this. We should have done a follow-up to this story because there's also a stink element to this because evidently the um, uh, officers who had him in cuffs with the blood streaming down his face after Yoda um, got, got him, quote, subdued. They took a picture with him. And guess what? A lot of the lefties were all mad at the police officers for that shameful picture that they took, Sticks. Because how dare they humiliate this guy by taking a picture of him in cuffs? That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we're off the rails when there's anybody in this country who is sympathetic towards a murderer who escaped and uh, and they don't like the fact. I mean, it's it's not like the military that took a picture with dead Taliban, uh, although I didn't have a problem with that either. You know, I mean, if you can't shame somebody who murdered a girlfriend who was in this country illegally because of murder, who, who are you supposed to shame? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, all right. Well, who's your who's your stink of the week? My stink of the week. 
It's got, it might be Kevin McCarthy. It might be Kevin McCarthy because with all the evidence that we have, Kevin McCarthy and the Republican Party, but him as the leader, because with all the evidence that we have against the Biden crime family, in fact, I encourage you guys, we need to get Congressman Biggs back on the show because you need to go and check out a, a couple of his, uh, of his tweets. He's got a, uh, um, a diagram that he's tweeted out that shows the flow of money from all these different Chinese companies and the Chinese Communist Party people and people with ties to the Chinese Communist Party and the flow of money into the Bidens. Uh, we've got evidence that uh, Senator Mike Lee from Utah has tweeted out of uh, all, because the left is all saying there's no evidence. In fact, not only the left, Mitt Romney has come out and said yesterday that there was no evidence of the Biden family that he's seen, no evidence, no evidence of Biden, quote, that would rise to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors. When um, Dev, when Mike Lee, who, as Brian Maloney pointed out correctly, the same Mike Lee that Mitt Romney tried to tried to get booted from uh, from his position by funding a, an opponent in, in a primary race, um, Mike Lee tweeted out no evidence and showed the Devin Archer testimony. There's far, uh, there is far enough evidence right now for Joe Biden to not only be removed from office via articles of impeachment, but to be prosecuted and go to jail. And it is literally specifically stated, Mitt Romney, in the U.S. Constitution that bribery for which there is hardcore documented evidence that Joe Biden uh, you know, engaged in is specifically the high crimes and misdemeanors uh, to which our founders envisioned. So I have to think that the stink has to be Kevin McCarthy and um, specifically and the Republican Party in general. In fact, Kevin McCarthy dared to say to Republicans like from the Freedom Caucus who threatened to pull the trigger on vacate the chair, he said, um, basically talking about it and getting it done, file the uh, blanking paperwork. Just go ahead and file it. Well, you know what, Republicans? Do it. I think we've got a far greater, you know, uh, a greater chance of Biden ever being impeached than Kevin McCarthy to go anywhere. It's absolutely despicable. Um, I can't really think of an uh, of, of a hero besides Yoda. I always like to have, I mean, I, can I make a dog my final hero of the yeah, week? I don't not? know. He's a, he is a hero. All well, he is an actual dogs. canine officer. Yeah. You know, I, I, I guess I'll do that. Um, although uh, Monday was the anniversary of 9-11, and I think that what maybe what we need to end on is the heroism of the not just first responders that day, the clergy that day. Remember the remember the Catholic priest who died in the mm-hmm. rubble. Yeah. The average Americans that that did major acts of heroism on the day of nine eleven. I think we have to make them our hero of the week. I agree, and that's one of the things we don't talk about enough either. Because they want to sanitize nine eleven, we don't tend to, other than reading the names of the victims, actually revisit the acts of extraordinary heroism that took place on nine eleven by everyday average Americans. They're in our thoughts and prayers. Sticks, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you to my guest. You guys have a great weekend. Be safe out there, and we'll see you Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.